0: hello 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 welcome back to my yellow corner with me sherry's Medeva. how are you guys doing how are you guys doing today we're gonna have an interesting discussion about social media a therapist's guide to social media but also a social media junkie speaking about social media all right so let's get to it You've been. I hope you have been fantastic. We're gonna talk about social media now. I know you're about to roll your eyes and switch off and be like boring, but come on, listen, me Listen to me. Listen to me. We're gonna have a discussion about social media from a therapist's point of view, yours truly is a therapist, and a former addict's point of view, yours truly is also a former addict (laughs) of social media. But also, this conversation is gonna pop over into another episode that we're doing where we're gonna talk about a couple of other things on social media with a couple of other people that's right we're growing and we're soon gonna have more than one person on the episode so you don't have to just listen to my voice but we're gonna have a couple people professionals and people who you know we're trying to be young adults like us we're trying to get through adulting as newborn adults and we're gonna have a discussion, a deeper discussion in this. But today, we're just gonna have a short talk about social media. Now, social media has taken over our world. As far back as I can remember when I got my first social media account, I think it was in 2008. I should have been 13 or 14 when i got my first facebook account oh man i was excited i was so excited i was so happy i was uploading pictures oh god those pictures are just so embarrassing because i still have some of them and i was speaking to people in america and in spain and in china and oh it was so exciting china was there right i think i had a couple of friends who had just moved it was really cool it was really cool and the fact that we had just moved from primary school heading into high school so we we went to different high schools in kenya the system works differently so we went to different high schools but you could keep in touch with your friends from school and you could see them how they're looking and you could send pictures oh lord i remember at that point we didn't have like, like phones that had the apps right so we had to go to cyber cafes to look at your your Facebook at your social media and have <laughs> mercy. Those people took up all my pocket money because every time I would be free, I would run to the cyber cafe. So a cyber cafe is like a place that has computers and internet that charges by the minute, right? So you get a computer, you'd log into your social media, and I remember I would be so excited if I found that someone had poked me. Do you guys remember poking? <laughs> Oh, Gen Z and Gen Alpha would not relate. Oh, we used to have this thing called poking. I'm convinced was harassment, man. Like someone would poke you on, on, on Facebook and it would be so exciting and you'd poke back. And then there would be like that, ting, two messages sign. Oh, I was so excited to see who had written to me. And they had to wait another seven days or six days when I got more pocket money to go and reply again. <laughs> Interesting times. Good times, those ones. Now, those times, social media was fun, but then disaster struck when I got my first Android phone. Do you guys remember the, um, what's this yellow phone called? Oh man, I remembered it just now. It just disappeared. Okay, hello, age calling. Um, oh, it was a yellow phone. It was Ideos, Ideos. You guys remember Ideos? It was Google's first phone. It had yellow and blue and... Lord, Jesus. (laughs) And I got one for my birthday, I think, when I turned 16. Ooh, And I could download Facebook. I could take selfies. Ah, I was always on Facebook. And then I think I just had, like, my first boyfriend then. (laughs) So there was a lot of nothing happening during the holidays and a lot of threats from my grandma to take the phone away but that's when I believe social media began to have an impact on me because now I constantly wanted to see who had messaged me or what people were doing because back in the day we had zero regard for security guys like we would go on there and someone has because the update feature was like what are you up to or something like that and people would just write I'm at a village market having pizza Then tag the exact location and the timing and tag everybody that they're with. (laughs) Zero privacy, guys. Zero privacy. We just didn't care. We were just excited to be there. And we would share, and people would share pictures, group pictures, and tag you and you look horrible. Oh, Lord. I often say if you want to see me in my ugliest, go to my mom's Facebook she swears those pictures are cute but lord mm -mm, no so that's when social media became a problem but we didn't know that it was becoming a problem because we would now begin to compare our lives to the people that we used to be connected to in person but we no longer are and then we used to connect less in person because why do i need to see you when i can just see what you're up to and you'll upload a picture and i'll know that you're hanging out with nancy and i'll know that you guys hang out without me and i'll be mad right that is 17 year old sure Medeva me projecting <laughs> social media is a great tool i love that it was created because now we keep in touch with our families all over the world we get to see so many cool trends we get to see so many young people make great Living a lot of money from social media, but how much of it is more dangerous than helpful? Okay. We're going to have a discussion on that. Now, remember, please don't forget that I am both the professional and the addict as we speak. So allow me to be both things. All right. (laughs) As a therapist, why I quit social media is because I realized I'm coaching and helping people leave this behaviors that are very deteriorating for their minds but i'm keeping with it and eventually i did i think i'm now celebrating today is we're in the month of july so i have been off social media since may and i don't plan on going back and i love it so the thing is social media faces a lot of debate there's a debate on whether social media is a much, as much a villain as people project it to be. Because if you go on YouTube right now and you just, like, just search reasons why people leave social media or why you shouldn't be on social media, there's a lot of villain-like projections, right? Of how horrible it is, of how addictive it is, of how they were not keeping your privacy and all the horrible things that social media is. But it's good to remember... That social media is good, okay? It was made for good, we just turned it evil. It's like those robot movies where we create robots. Robots? (laughs) Robots, I have so much fun on (laughs) here. Where we create robots and then they turn against us because we equip them more and more and more and more, right? So social media isn't all bad. My research shows that the number of social media accounts that someone has is moderately correlated to inattention, hyperactivity, impulsivity, anxiety, depressive symptoms, fear of missing out, loneliness, and laziness, yup. So the number of social media accounts that you have moderately correlates to all of these things. What I mean number? Do you have a facebook do you have an instagram do you have a second instagram do you have a backup instagram do you have TikTok? do you have snapchat do you have twitter and i recently heard of one called threads i don't know about that one because i am long gone from that side of life but the number of social media accounts that you have directly correlates to all of the symptoms so maybe count how many you do have and How much hyperactivity and how much depressive symptoms and FOMO that you could be experiencing. Now, research is important because research enables us to be able to understand something without, um, being a part of it. A lot of people defend social media because, oh, Hey, we make money on here. It's true. I'm not attacking anybody's source of income. It's just, we're here to discuss. How can you do it safely? And do you really need to be on it, okay? More more research proves to us that if you're preoccupied with social media, then you will suffer from lack of attention. You'll suffer from lack of focus. Are you picking up a book and you can already read two pages? Guilty. Are you unable to stay focused in class? Are you in a meeting? And the maximum you can do is 15 minutes and your mind is drifting maybe look at your use of social media think about how quickly you scroll through those short clips that you watch the funny ones the educative ones whatever it is you're quickly reducing your brain's capacity to focus because you are getting used to shorter and quicker ways of getting information and now someone like me who is an avid reader i would read six books a month I'm currently very behind on my yearly reading goal because as a result of being so preoccupied with social media, I couldn't sit through a chapter of a book without picking up my phone. And that's when I knew danger. Ding, ding, ding. And decided to do something about it, all right? Mood symptoms lead to social destruction. Now, social media has a way of creating emotions that are not really real now what do I mean about that you're feeling awfully low and then now you're on social media and someone who was born on the exact day and month is you you're celebrating your birthday has it all together they're in Santorini Greece they are living life and you are in your tiny apartment and you do not know where your rent will come from next month and now you feel even worse than you previously were you don't need to because you're living completely separate lives even though you are you know in a way how do we say it the same age it doesn't mean that you're the same person but social media gives us that illusion that we are all living the same lives in the same part um, timelines and we need to experience life similarly. No. Mm-mm. More accounts lead you to feel several types of, you know, more emotion, ups and downs. You become more disorder. So research shows that the more accounts you have, you're probably more disorderly. Could, it, could be physically, could be mentally how you process things right manipulating it could be manipulating you to thinking that you want something which you want again yours truly oh man i suffered especially on instagram fueled my shopping addiction <laughs> we'll get back to that right more time online means less real life activities or connections doing things for the sake of posting. Now take a minute and think about it. How many times have you not gone to a restaurant because it's not Instagram worthy? How many times have you not gone to a re- to an activity because it would not look good in picture? Oh, well, I don't want to go to that cafe because if I take pictures there I can't post them you're doing things for the sake of posting you're not enjoying life outside everything that you're doing is based on will it good look good on my timeline is it aesthetically pleasing and now you're missing out on real life fun and connections because if someone snaps me there and my social media looks like that they could call me fake (laughs) Think about how much you're missing out on because you're doing it for the sake of social media. Reduction of sleep. More research reveals that the more you're on social media, the worse your sleep is. Again, yours truly. I I, I am insomniac, I am an insomniac who's working on it, but the fact that I would spend more hours scrolling would keep me up longer than I needed to be, right? So think of the blue light, even if you have the blue light filter, think about the activation of stress response. You're on social media and there's a video about earthquakes and tsunamis and someone being attacked and you know, someone who's living a better life than you and asking you what you're doing with your 24 hours stress response activated, which activates your brain. And obviously you're going to have a harder time sleeping a Time Online is very dangerous for you, especially when it comes to your mental health. And I know you've heard this before, right? It's just is it worth it? Do you consider it entertainment? Or oh, I wind down on TikTok watching funny videos. But have you thought about how winding down on social media is having a great impact on your overall well-being, and maybe you're not really winding down. You're working yourself up more. Because what happens is you're stimulating yourself, you're overstimulating yourself, and you're really actually being wound up more and stressed up more. All right? So you need to think about the algorithm factors to social media, the way you are exposed to pictures, the way you're exposed to videos and trends and all of that they have a direct impact on how you feel so it can give you a false feeling that everyone sees what you posted okay you think (laughs) you're posting and you keep going back to look at how many likes you've gotten or how many views you've gotten but you only have two likes and you feel horrible and you delete the picture or you think it hasn't gone as far as it needs to go you need to understand that the algorithm in social media works in like only 8 to 10% of your people see what you post, right? So if you have a thousand followers, only roughly a hundred people from your followers will see what you post. And so if you do get those a hundred likes or 80 likes, doesn't mean that it has a direct relation to how you look or how you feel or what you're saying or what you're doing or what you're marketing, it just means the algorithm is not made to favor you but people don't understand that and they tend to view it directly as a direct result of their looks or or how funny they are or how engaging and captivating they are forgetting that the algorithm doesn't really you know work for them you need to think about people who are just on social media to watch you're not sharing. You're a very hashtag private person. I don't share my life on social media. Also, such people exhaust me, okay? <laughs> You're not sharing. You're just on social media. You don't have a picture. But your work is to watch and to scroll and to judge maybe. Mm-hmm. You know yourself. But the dangers of art, it could lead you to think that people have perfect lives. Oh, so-and-so has perfect children, or oh, they're going to the perfect holidays, or oh, they're having the perfect this, the perfect wedding. And this could lead to anger, it could lead to depression, it could lead to resentment. Okay? Now, resentment. Have you ever found yourself looking through someone's social media and you're just pissed off? Like, why were they dressing like that? Why are they speaking like that? Who do they think they are? You are on their page and you're pissed off. (laughs) Maybe it's time to take a step back, okay? Social comparison and feedback seeking is associated with depressive symptoms. Now, most of social media is linked to feedback seeking. We might not think so, but you're posting your knowledge. You're posting your picture. So people can say you look gorgeous. So people can say, oh my God, you're so smart your product is amazing you're always seeking feedback and when we don't receive the kind of feedback that we expect often leads us to having some sort of depressive symptoms all right so that's all the research on social media and mental health that leads us to do that okay now fomo fear of missing out now this is a big aspect of social media where you think everybody has gone for a certain concert because 10 people or five people on your timeline are posting it and you feel like i'm not enjoying my life because i'm not at that concert but it's thwarted it's not reality because this increases your anxiety makes you feel like you are missing something important have you ever tried taking a social media break And now you're thinking oh my god i don't know where so and so is i don't know what they're doing i don't know what they're up to why do you need to know where everyone is at every time why do you need to know what Medeva had for breakfast why do you need to know that this is an aspect of formal that really impacts people and that's why every two minutes you're checking your social media you're checking your social media you know, <laughs> you're addicted to it now. Ta-da! All right? And of course, social media has some good aspects. Let's talk about the benefits a bit, all right? Let's talk about the benefits of social media. Social media, like I said, was created for connection. And that's a great, great benefit of social media. You easily connect and reach information that could, you could possibly never have reached or associated yourself with if it was not available. You reach millions, people who live in different countries and continents, in different time zones. You make friends that you would never have made before. You interact with family who lives really far, right? Social media is great for communication, even with your real-life friends, because sometimes life happens, and being able to see their stories reminds you to, hey, check up on them. And also, that could be problematic because is it an out-of-sight, out-of-mind kind of friendship? Hmm, think about it, okay? And three, social media really does increase health-related behavior. So, for example, presence of forums or groups that help you. Let's say you're dealing with mental health disorders, eating disorders, Um, you're working out. You're creating healthier eating habits you are suffering from a disease and you're able to meet people who suffer from the similar disease and you create and get these pl- platforms and forums it's really great for you know healing process and all of that it really does help with patients and support groups and all of that so social media isn't all disaster social media isn't all disaster it, it can be really really an amazing thing okay so let's talk about the resiliency factors of social media resiliency in that what does it make us feel why are we standing there like what makes us what would make us thrive in social media rather than suffer rather than go through the negative impact of social media one ensure that you have real life support You have real-life community. You have real-life belief in yourself, not just an online facade. All right? Ensure you have a high self-esteem because if you get your self-esteem from social media, this could erupt and blow up in your own face. Have a sense of belonging, okay? Okay have effective communication skills, have psychological flexibility, you know, have an alternate source of validation. If all the validation comes from your social media followers who you've never met, it could really be easily the reason for your falling. If you could be able to find an outside source of validation yourself or actual real life people, who love on you for real okay you need to understand the algorithms so that even when you have two likes on your amazing post about your travel it doesn't put you down it just helps you understand that well most people don't really like me or care about my traveling and so they will not show it to as many people as i need it to and it's okay it doesn't have a direct impact on who you are on or your creative juices also Think about having fewer stranger connections because stranger connections are the ones that give us that illusion that you are creating a whole new world online that needs to be preserved if you have fewer stranger connections then you could probably exist on social media easier without really needing to be you know getting your mental health messed up with okay Now, one of the things that I really, really need to talk about when it comes to social media is its impact on depression and anxiety. Now, from a professional point of view, it's really important to understand that social media can influence depression and anxiety in people. And it is one of the biggest factors, actually, when we're discussing these diseases and we're helping clients and patients, we note that a lot of them find social media as a triggering factor this like we've talked about before moving from number of likes um if other people look happier or more successful than you if you decide to take a break and no one asks you oh hey where did you go you know it gives us this inflated sense of importance where you think if you disappear people will suffer (laughs) and if they don't then you feel like you don't matter. It's really important to be very careful with social media because it deeply influences anxiety and depression, especially if you have a pre-existing disorder. If you have pre-existing mood disorders such as anxiety and depression, I would encourage you to limit or stay away from social media. If you have insufficient or ineffective real-life support, I would really encourage you to avoid social media because that is where you're going to see the best girl groups and the best boy groups and the best relationships happen. And they're just going to serve to prove to you that you do not have that kind of support and pull you into a dark place, all right? So try to find a way of having actual genuine real life and social media presentation. Now if you have this perfect social media existence, this aesthetically pleasing page, this great high-quality pictures, but it's not the real you, then you tend to have anxiety going outside because you're afraid someone will expose you. Think about it. Or you're afraid someone will <laughs> call you I've, I've seen a lot of oh she's a fake oh she's pretending this but i saw her in tattoo she's pretending to be rich but they're using you know like when you present a certain life online it will tend to come back fire on you and chances are you will lock yourself indoors and you will go through heavy depression and anxiety i have heard of former celebrities discuss how they would lock themselves up in their house when things went sour because people expected a certain existence from them, but they were in their house starving. But they would post a picture that they taken months ago to look like they were enjoying life. It's really important to watch how you present online and in real life so that it doesn't have that capacity of blowing up in your face and then leading you to the smooth disorders like depression and anxiety. Okay? You need to be able to remember that social media is not necessarily harmful. But if it's used inappropriately, it could cause harm. I'm going to use myself as an example. Like I said, I'm coming to you as a professional and as a former addict. The reason why I quit social media, yes, I quit all forms of social media. I think I only have Snapchat and because, you know, we all have that one friend. That one friend we really love and who refuses to interact on any other platform. I have a Gen Z friend. She keeps me young. And she keeps sending me snaps on Snapchat. So I only have Snapchat because I don't even know how to use it except sending her pictures and taking pictures. So that's good for me. But I quit all other social media. I don't have Facebook. I don't have Instagram. I don't have Twitter. I don't have TikTok. And why I chose to do this is because I realized as great as my platform was, as great connections as I made and... I did make great connections, I did grow myself, I did, I did have really a lot of fun on social media. I used it inappropriately and it often led to lack of attention. Like I wouldn't be able to do things that I loved, like reading. Um, I realized because I have pre-existing anxiety, when I would scroll for more than twenty minutes straight, my anxiety would pike, you know? I realize sometimes i would be super happy for people but then sometimes i would think why does it feel like my life is on a standstill right and it doesn't mean that my life was on a standstill it just means that i was comparing and it's not the healthiest thing so i decided quitting now let's talk about dopamine dopamine crushes when it comes to social media okay social media can easily become a drug and that's why we easily become addicted to it some people say social media is more addictive than cocaine but research isn't conclusive on that but the thing is dopamine is released when we use social media all right it's like when people like our posts we believe they like us or will interact with us or have similar similar emotions with that with us we believe oh we're fantastic people love us and dopamine is released when you know if you have limited access to it you find yourself wanting more that's how you get addicted and you find yourself constantly wanting to check what who said or who interacted with what or what who posted or what are people laughing about now what's trending that's how you become addicted now dopamine is a neurotransmitter okay and it plays the role of your movement your memory pleasure reward motivation okay so every time you find a new like or a stranger telling you how hot you look or a random person telling you how great your work is you tend to find that the pleasure is released okay and you constantly want that thing you want to feel the pleasure and the satisfaction and you become addicted constantly wanting to receive the things if you spend a lot of time there think of access and quality and like numbers if you constantly want to look at what's happening on your page or online or all that the more you access it the more dopamine you have released and this has a potential of being addictive and remember addiction is a disease and it doesn't easily heal and that's why i said you truly did suffer from addiction to social media oh and let me tell you that period of detoxing is horrible you'll keep grabbing your phone and there's no apps and oh it's terrible it's just like a drug oh it's like a drug withdrawal i remember that oh man and when you when you reduce your use of social media you realize how much free time you have right you realize how much free time you have and you used to say that you can't work out because you don't have time turns out you spend two hours after work scrolling you realize that you have time to spend with your friends and your loved ones because you're not scrolling you realize that when you do hang out with people that you love you are present and your phone is down I remember the first time I hang out with people after quitting social media and everyone was was on their phone and my phone was on the was on my table because I didn't have anything to scroll through and I would feel so awkward and I'd look at them and then eventually they felt like oh oops and they would put their phone down it made me realize how I was that person and I was constantly scrolling even when I was p- with people and I didn't enjoy A quality interaction of life with the people that I love. I was never present, okay? Put your phone down. Be present. Go somewhere and enjoy the sunrise without needing to pull out your phone. Enjoy it. Feel it. Live it. And then snap a picture for your sake. After you've felt all the good emotions and vibes from it, okay? Try it. It feels great. Like, I love that lately... I take pictures for memory. I don't take pictures for posting because where the heck am I going to post them? But as a result, I found that I'm present. I am enjoying the moment. I am loving a place more than I previously would. Because I'm not interested in taking the right shot. I'm just interested in enjoying the right moment. You get it? Alright, let's wind this up with some tips. Some tips. Some tips for when you're using social media okay you might not want to completely go cold turkey like me but i'll give you five tips to help you when you're dealing with social media one monitor your screen time and the time that you spend online remember we've said that time is directly related to the dopamine questions right the dopamine release the more time you spend on there the more the higher your chance of getting addicted so limit your screen time limit the time you spend online i usually advise people if you can spend less than 30 minutes online like your entire day collectively 20 to 30 minutes you'd be good because probably you wouldn't even be interested in picking up your phone that often Two, be selective with the people that you connect with if someone irritates you and follow them If something triggers an aspect of you remove them if someone bullies you remove them like be selective with who you connect with because who you connect with will influence your mind heck that's why these guys are called influencers remember take intentional breaks you can take a month break you can take a week break but just be sure or ensure that you take breaks from social media because this reminds you that you can survive without it. It's not your entire life. You don't need to know the latest memes. You don't need to know what's happening, the latest joke or the trending. You don't really need to. I usually, I usually say that this is us being nosy. Because it's not supposed to be something you're entitled to knowing. Because imagine you can totally survive without knowing what Rapa said what. You can Be mindful of why you use social media. Do an evaluation. Look through why you use it. Why do you scroll through it? Why do you post in it? May the answers lead you to make the right decisions. And limit where and when you use it. So are you in bed? No social media in bed. No social media when you're with people. No social media when you're having meditation, for example, or prayer time. Be mindful of when you use it this gives you a discipline on how you allow yourself to use social media and it could make it easier okay for you to use social media in a more responsible way anyway thank you for listening to me rumble and rumble about this uh this came to me to discuss it when i was going through my withdrawal period and i was so angry and i wanted so badly to go back to social media but after I began to see the benefits of being off it, the amount of time I have that apparently I was using to scroll, um, the amount of money I've saved, like I said, I was constantly falling for their Instagram marketers. Oh, that's a cute dress I wanted. Oh, that's a cute pan. That's a cute piece of wood that could be, um, what's it called? <laughs> Decorative. And I'd buy it. So be careful what you consume be careful what you allow yourself to receive and if you can live without social media please do because privacy because mental health because overall well-being and remember even though you are using social media remember to make your real life as fantastic as you make it look online or Enjoy and love your real life more than you love someone else's online life. Because chances are, they're not posting the difficult thing that they're going through. Always remember, social media is a highlight reel. People post their great moments. They never post their real moments. And this could affect you thinking that your life isn't great. Yeah, it is. All right? I feel like I've talked a bit longer today yeah this is a very long podcast episode but do feel free to interact with me through my email sharismedeva at gmail.com because that's the only way you can get me (laughs) share this podcast with your friends let's use social media responsibly let's be kind on there as much as we want other people to be kind to us take care of yourself be safe and we'll see you on the next one bye